Hi there, folks. Thank you for joining me today. I'm going to be talking about Substack and also um, Patreon um, in terms of some of my thoughts when I was doing some research. Um, let's get into this. Right, so I think the, the first most important elephant in the room would be the fact that we are in summer holidays and I got time to plan ahead, um, but I didn't plan ahead enough, only a few weeks. Um, consequently, that has meant that I'm not really um, in a position to create content. But um, if you know me from previous podcasts, then you'll know I'm just a bit of a sucker when it comes to um, doing podcasts, I just really like it and uh, I enjoy it quite a bit. Um, what I'm going to be doing is talking to you a little bit about Substack and Patreon. And these aren't sort of hardcore facts. These are sort of more what my thoughts were. Well, a little bit of fact, I suppose, because I did do some research. I think it probably pays to start from a place of real honesty in that I've got lots of ideas for what I might want to do. And I've made some changes to um, places like this podcast channel. So there are some episodes where um, if people ask me questions um, within the kind of community as it were then I, I might respond but through those particular podcasts and I think last week just has got missed somehow in terms of any um podcasts but I remember doing this uh well I remember as in it was only a few weeks ago that I did a boot camp a summer digital sort of boot camp and yeah, it was just tiring and I never thought I would be tired from talking so much, but I put so much of myself in it um, that I absolutely loved the comments. And in return, the feedback was really good because I'd put in quite a bit of thought into making it special and slightly different. And I think it was useful. And moving forwards, then the there's a quite there was a question about the use of email marketing and i said that mailchimp was really it and my reason for that was that i probably need to add sendfox in there but i don't have a dedicated email marketing slide now these are food for thoughts and things that i could cover as a podcast or a blog and i'll probably um note that down at some point um somewhere um he, he i say as I dig deep into the pockets of uh, a potential uh, content planner. That's actually a really good idea. So I'm going to note that down now, actually. Email content uh, tools, top 10 tools. Uh, so I'm sticking that in my content planning Trello board um, to kind of say that this is a really good idea because it is a really good idea. but. At the same time, for the level of uh, people just wanting something to get to grips with, sometimes it's easier just to say MailChimp. 
And I think that it's a good one. It's not terrible. It's not bad. Uh, I think there are other options that are more obscure and they all tend to be. And that's because there isn't one other as an alternative or as a rival that sticks out. The closest thing that comes to my mind is HubSpot CRM system, which is like completely different. So yeah, from that, I kind of stemmed into another like a person in the room um, saying that they were aware of Substack and how they thought that was really good. And that's given birth to me then researching Substack. And I think that immediately I was drawn to it in the sense that I thought, oh, it's like Patreon. Oh, it's like Patreon. And Patreon was something that I saw in particular, um, obviously through the pandemic, but before that, and then as, as it rose through the ranks of success, more and more people bought into it. More people would use it, but I remember subscribing to the kind of account, but I never went back to um, set it up. And I've just found that there was an issue there for me in terms of I didn't have a, a strong buy-in. And the buy-in was probably not there because um, I probably think worse of myself in terms of the community that that's there. Um, and although I do have one, it's not. I sort of feel like Patreon was something that I had to sell to the audience. And actually, I don't want to do that. I just want to say, look, if you want this, then sign up for this. And I want it to be feel authentic. And I know that's just my mindset when it comes to sales. And Patreon was a little bit more complex because it had different packages. And since then, having gone back, in particular, when I was comparing it to Substack, um, there were three different packages. And I think... The three tiers made things a little bit confusing in a sense because it was really good, but then to pick the right one was interesting. And I think I'd pick the lower one and then build up to the bigger one perhaps. And then then walks in Substack. And when things are much simpler, you think, yeah, you know, that's really good. Uh, so I bought into Substack. The, the concept of it. And then I started to realize that Patreon was actually built for, um, if you've got an audience uh, and you've got a membership and you want people to buy into that, and if they're getting extra, you can list your benefits and things. Now, the bit that I still can't quite see is how I would build that audience, how I would communicate with them. It feels more like having a landing page that goes through your sales funnel and then has the buy-in at the end or the middle or the top where people actually buy into it. So they buy the product or service or whatever it is. And it feels like Patreon has that element to it. And when I went to Substack, I really didn't feel like that. Substack, in terms of its background, was born more, more not from subscription like Patreon. It was more built out of writing and good writing and i suppose <clears throat> the other comparison would be medium a medium is for writers uh, but then i think really good popular writers would um, potentially be monetized 
on there and it's different it is just pure blog so it's very different in its nature and what substack have done really well is they've come along and gone okay but and in fact i'm sure they were around for oh no i think medium was around first but the two didn't quite kind of seem like they worked side by side because substack have always allowed that blog aspect but then always connected with writing but elaborated writing as um, email so you've got this ability to have this portal where you can send emails to various groups uh, to your community um, but within that the writing aspect is that you can create a blog post and it feels like with patreon that you can do the same but it feels a little bit more like a diary and that's probably because I would need to give it far more focus. Whereas with Substack, I could actually write it like it's a diary. And I wouldn't feel bad because there's interactivity in there. So it's got this, it's got three different areas, as far as I can see, that are really good, as in well put together, really good user interface design, nicely laid out. And that's quite simply like you can write something. It's a blog post. You can make some things visible to the general public so you can have it as a landing page, but then you can limit so that other people that are paying for that can go in. And the payment subscription method um, isn't a three tier, three different packages. It's just one set fee. And I really like simplicity. So I love that. And that wins over from Patreon. And I think that then being able to write stuff is really good but where it seems to really where i really liked it was you could heart it you could like like something i'm sure you could or follow and then you can comment so people can comment and talk within that system and i was like oh you know this is really good this is interesting because it's a bit like social media but people are paying to be within that ecosystem and i really love that for the businesses that i deal with they're not linear, straightforward businesses. They don't need definite articles. Each one is highly individual and unique. And I'm sure every business out there feels that. But I think when we're talking about social enterprise, they are genuinely unique. And it's just brilliant to see them. And I think having the comment function would allow personality of the communities of individuals want to um, talk and they've connected podcasts up through it which is really nice and the beta model currently sat in beta trying to connect to youtube so that's really good um so these things kind of make me think yeah and you know it takes my boxes um so really really good stuff and then they've bolted on so the blog post stuff is good the post stuff, then the subscription model really good so that's two of the three the third thing that was amazing was email marketing like you could email people with the bits of this stuff and it's kind of got that element. And I'm like, wait a minute. So I've gone from MailChimp to, uh, you know, I think my introduction to this podcast was MailChimp and Substack, but actually Substack is just Substack and it only really relates to MailChimp because of the email marketing. And it only really relates to um, 
medium because of the writing. And then the, the other third bit relates to subscription model, which relates to Patreon. Like, I don't know why anyone's not seen this. I can see quite clearly that it's a beautiful tool that compresses all of those three areas into one. And it doesn't do a bad job of it either. It does a really, really good, awesome job. So it's definitely praised as Substack. And I want to do Patreon, um, but Substack still sticks out. And I think I need to go away and research it some more. And all of the things I've said are true. They are fact. Um, but they're definitely things that I'm not staring at the screen talking about. I'm sort of doing that from memory. And all of that stuff to, to make somebody feel comfortable and to put all of those things at ease is really good. Whereas with Patreon, it's because of the tiering system and the way it's used, I feel like it could be a little bit complicated. I think the reason for the being complicated in my head is that it's not, it's fairly straightforward, but I'm interested in having those tier systems and kind of going, but I now need to offer something to somebody. What do I promise them? What are my promises? And if I'm giving something for someone that's paying that, the, the tier one, okay, how do I separate the content so it's tier two or have some that's some content that's not tier two, not tier one? And then if I add a third tier, then it just, for me, makes things complicated. However, there there is probably worth a, a real good joy and need for you to consider patreon because if you add up the actual fee in terms of substack um the fee it's just one kind of percentage fee and transaction fee and that's the same for the three tiers but because the percentage changes it means that you're gonna get a lot for what you get back I'm just looking at Substack thinking if I charge, I think it was $5, but essentially if I did something like $7, I'd get five back. And with Patreon, I'd probably get six. And those are rough numbers. And I think that looking at that, as you grow, you're going to feel the pinch in terms of you're going to be giving Substack more money than if you were paying, if you were getting the same number of people and paying Patreon for their percentage because their percentage fee is lower in that lower tier. So I think that it is interesting to think of that in that sort of way. But at the same time, with things like beta mode for YouTube or video, I mean, that's just that shows willing to grow um, and it shows that they could really do well um, and take the market it, it, depending on how it grows. So currently that in my head, it sits in the favor, but I do remember sitting down and doing the numbers and the maths and thinking, maybe I need to look at Patreon. And I think I'm not fully decided because Patreon feels like it's the, the Microsoft of the room. I can't believe I said that. But yeah, it's the Microsoft of the room. And the best way to describe Substack would be it's the Apple of the room. Dare I say that? 
um, topical thing, but it does feel like um, the user interface design, the layout is better and the overall pricing is um, much simpler. So if I'm making that amount of money anyway, what does it matter if I'm if the percentage is higher other than I could be getting more money, more out of that money on a lesser rate over at Patreon? I think it's worth thinking about. And that's the real the main kind of issue um, that I could see. And I think that looking at the community in terms of people reviewing Substack, there aren't that many. But there are a lot of subscribers that use the service and it's definitely a bona fide, real good kind of service. It's been around since 2015, I think it is. Um, it's had a lot of years. So a lot of years and fresh funding in 2021, 20, 22. Definitely food for thought. That's everything for me. Um, if this has been of interest, please do consider liking and commenting. Please feel free to drop me a tweet at Toast. Thank you very much. Take care. Until next time, see you soon.